This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Oh, hi, Tanner. This is Jack. Uh, just calling to dish. Um... Okay, so you know about the Vista reorg, uh, how they, like, changed the high school so that, like, the eighth graders are in with the high schoolers? Um, there is this huge upperclassman prank. Um, I don't know who was involved, except that I know that Trey Farmer and Mandy Richards were part of it. Um, and so what they did is they told all of the new eighth graders um, that uh, there was going to be a huge party. Uh, and they were like, don't tell your friends. You're the cool eighth graders. Only you guys are coming. Uh, but the party was at Miss Kruger's house <laughs> while she was away on vacation vacation with her husband um and they were like there was like they were drinking mad dog 2020 they were everyone was smoking they were like throwing pool furniture they did apparently they did two thousand dollars worth of damage um anyway um don schaefer was there maggie bloom was there and sunny winslow got blackout drunk on Mad Dog and was vomiting in the bushes. Um, and, you know, Jill Henderson, their friend, she stayed home because she was, like, too scared to go or whatever. Um, but uh, this guy, Ducky, the tenth, a 10th tenth grader, picked them up and took them back to their house. But Miss Kruger found out because when they came back the next day uh, uh, to pick up Sonny's wallet, which she had left there, Miss Kruger was there. Anyway, Mr. Dean had an assembly, and everyone, including the upperclassmen, are on probation because the cops came um, and it was a fucking mess. Um, and oh, and Don and Jill aren't friends anymore. And um, and Carol was pregnant. All right, uh, call me back, man. Actually, you know what? Guess what? Let's not say um, let's not say hi hi anymore because I feel like we should try to be like cooler now. Oh, like cool, like late nineties cool, right? Like cool. So, what's up? What's up? Yeah, that's great. Okay, because right? we want to fit in. Yeah, with the we want to cool fit in with these kind now. of like edgy teens from yeah. the nineties. So, yeah. Jack. I invite you, and I invite you, um... Shit. Cali babies? Cali. Coastal babies. My so-called babies. My so-called babies. <laughs> That's pretty good. I invite you, Jack, and I invite you, my so-called babies, to uh, talk to the hand. Uh, oh, talk to the hand. And guess what? Talk to the hand. Because the face... The face ain't listening anymore. The face don't give a damn. We read a new book this week. Yeah. Um, Jack, I got a voicemail from you. Yeah. That I went ahead and played at the top of the episode. Uh-huh. It was... Pretty wild. Pretty wild. It sounds like... 
You got into some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I got into some stuff this week. And Dawn was there, and Sonny was there, and Maggie was there, and Ducky. Ducky was there. Amelia or Amalia was there. Right. New friend. Uh, Jill, suspiciously absent. Well, Jill is a revolutionary, as we know. Yeah. It's class warfare. She's embracing the title that's been given to her by the elites. Mm-hmm. Which the is? elites tried to tear her down by calling her a baby, but like a good revolutionary, she embraced the term, owned it. Mm-hmm. I think she's a revolutionary. I think these books are about, well, this book certainly, and I assume yeah. the future books, are about class warfare. Okay, I'd love for you to elaborate on that. Jill, Peg. Peg, her friend Peg. They've been thrown into this world where they are not invited and not wanted. Right. And not accommodated for. And rather than trying to fit in with their masters and with this upper class elites. Right. They've decided to rebel. And they're the true revolutionaries. And they're the true revolutionaries. Okay. Yeah, I'll buy that. I suspect we will never hear from them again. Jill and Peg? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the way it it seemed at the end of the book. We should say what's happening. What we read and yeah. what we read. And what we read. And who uh, we are and what and we're wh- doing here. So you might have noticed, listeners, and I don't remember what we call you, and I don't know what we call you. We call you my California babies. babies, my so-called babies. That's confusing because that it seems like it's a my so-called life podcast, which it kind of is now. It sort of is now. Diary babies? Home sounds... skillets? I'm looking at um, scrubs. Scrubs. <laughs> What's up, Scrubs? Uh, we'll work on it. Um, I'm looking at a list of 90s terms. That's great. That'll be that'll come in handy. You may have noticed that Tanner and I, I'm your host, Jack Shepard, by the way. Oh, and my name is Tanner Greenring. Uh, you may have noticed that we're a little bit cooler, a little bit edgier, uh, a little bit more grown up. Uh, a, a little, little bit, bit late 90s. More dangerous, a little bit late 90s. I smoke cigarettes again. Oh, uh, do you? That's yeah, a, you're a dad now. I think you should be careful with that. I drink Mad Dog, 2020. You now that's the second time you've said that, and I still don't know what it is. If you never drank Mad Dog, only 90s adolescents drink Mad Dog. Know what night? Know what Mad Dog is? Let me read you this passage. This is uh, Dawn speaking. Actually, only Dawn speaks. I looked down at the cup in my hand. I sniffed at it. I could smell something vaguely fruity, also something strong. Well. Down the hatch, said Sunny, and she chugged her entire cup. Her head tossed back. Maggie took a sip of hers. Interesting, she said slowly. I took a sip of mine. I spit it out. Oh, ew, that is disgusting. Sunny, how did you drink yours? It tastes like strawberries and insect repellent. I wouldn't have been surprised if my throat had caught on fire. Tanner, I would recognize that description anywhere. And it is Strawberry Mad Dog 2020. And I Uh, drank a lot of it in the 90s. A lot. I would expect something called Mad Dog to not Mm -hmm. come in flavors like strawberry. Yeah, well, it's mad in what it does to you, but not in its demeanor. Right. It looks nice, but we still, we haven't said what we do, and what we, we do is we read the California Diaries, and the California Diaries are books about Dawn, and she's not friends with the Babysitters Club anymore, and there's no babysitting, and babysitting is lame now. And she lives in, in Palo City, California, which is on the other side of the country. It's not cool to babysit, is it? No, it's so it's lame. Stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah. Only idiots. And this week we read a book that was called Dawn. It was Dawn, called Dawn. Diary 1. 
It's called Dawn, and here's also what it's called. It's called Dawn. Friends. Changes. Together. Alone. Okay, and here's the first segment of the evening. Okay. It's your diary. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you need to write something on the cover of it. You write Jack, and then you need to write three words. Okay. And each one in a period. Or three, like... Four. Words are short phrases. Four? Well, jo- Don has four. Friends changes together alone, and they're in italics. And the, okay. the books have an edgy cover, and it looks like Don's brooding and yeah, feeling intense. Yeah, it looks intense. like a Stone Temple Pilots music video. And Hodges, yeah, was like on the set of the, the latest STP video. <laughs> And he was like, "Yeah, I can. I don't have time to draw a picture, but I can. I could take a snap of Scott Weiland." <laughs> uh, four words to describe yeah. your first diary, Jack. Okay, good. Um, I like this. Okay, maybe it's the four words you would use to describe your opinion of the book, or do you want it to? How do we want to do this? Four words. I mean, could I just have it to describe my day? Um, that would yeah. be easiest. Okay. Yeah. So it's Jack. 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 And it's uh, friends. Can I have friends? Can I take it from Dawn? Yeah. Okay. Um, Golf. Okay. Can I have golf? Yeah. I did play. Did you play golf? Went to a driving range. Okay. Then I think just be honest to yourself. Jack, this is 1997. We're brutally honest. Uh, Radical candor. We're pre-ironic, right? It's ironic. We've come through the other side of ironic. Of irony, and now we're honest. Yeah. But it's okay. not even honest. It's still ironic, but it's so, yeah. like, yeah. it's so deeply embedded in us that, it, like, we can't escape it. But, like, right. we've learned how to sort of read one another's, like, deep irony. Okay. Yeah. And it reads as earnestness to us. Yes. Okay. So, friends, golf, uh, rose. Okay. Had a nice glass of rose. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a bunch of editing. I bought Cyril a car transporter toy at this like dollar store. So maybe that's like cars paternity, uh, fatherhood. Okay, I I'm walking through Barnes and Noble. Yeah, and I see a book <laughs> with uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. Our Lady Peace. It's like washed out. Grunge. Like yeah. not even grunge, but just kind of that like lame, like gap, like late 90s gap commercial sort of thing. Yeah. Going on. Mm-hmm. And the book is titled Jack. And underneath mm-hmm. Jack, it's. It catches your eye enough to pick it up. Uh, yeah. Like I'm looking at it. You're like, oh, okay. Like, Who's this guy? Jack. Yeah. Yeah. You're, then you're like, oh, that is him. <laughs> and then underneath it, it says Friends, Golf, Rose. Fatherhood. fatherhood yeah am i and buying that book I, yes i would yes i would think so yes and i think you did yeah um that's great and i love that and and that's coming soon to a bookstore near you and it really would describe my day and i should say i don't play golf th- that often i'm not like a trip man 
Why are you why are you defending yourself here? I just don't want it's like the first time I've given people a real peek inside my day and I don't want people to think that that's every day. I, we Keep just mind, it's a work day. Go it's a Wednesday. But it's it's 80 my degrees. My so-called babies. Yeah, it's a Wednesday, but my my friend said, "Do you want to go to the driving range?" And what am I going to say? No. Yeah. And so we did, and it was fun, and I had a very good time. Um and what's let's do yours. Let's do Tanner. Oh, I thought okay. We can do yeah. mine if you want. It's going to yeah. be less interesting and more sad. Okay, great. That's perfect. That's what we want. A little, little my so-called life. Uh, um, so we need four. It's actually probably going to mirror. It's it's going to mirror the sentiment of Dawn's a little bit. Okay, perfect. Um, so Tanner. It says Tanner. Tanner, and it's got a photograph of you, but it's like kind of it's kind of blurry it looks like it's maybe photographing you through water oh that's cool and you've got this like sneer on your face right and you're look you're like looking directly into the camera but it almost looks like you're looking through me um right. and it's like i don't know it's like whatever washed out colors and like right lens flare and it's um it says tanner and the, the first word is dread dread okay that's good okay this is good um is busy work one word or two? <laughs> I think you could do it one work. One busy word. work. Busy work. Okay. Yeah. Um, lunch. <laughs> That's nice. I read the book over lunch. Was yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, vomit. <laughs> okay. Did you vomit? The boy did. Oh, the child did. Okay. Yeah, when I got home from work. Okay, so now we'll let's do the same. Uh, we'll do the same thought experiment. I'm. I stopped by book people here in Austin. Oh, that's cool. My yeah. fuck you. I should have gone to an indie bookstore. Your book local bookstore, your indie bookstore. God damn it. I went to and... Strand. I went to Strand. Okay, fine. That's cool. I stopped by book people and I'm wandering through as I tend to do the I like to read books about people who die in the snow. Nonfiction about people dying in the snow. Okay. So I'm wandering through that. Is that a, is there they have a there's genre a sec- section? There's a section for it. A lot of people do go and die in the snow. Yeah, like on mountains or like in the Antarctic, in the Arctic or whatever. Uh, yeah, I hope to someday too. It is my dream to die on a mountain. Yeah, um, and so I'm looking. I pass Shackleton. I've already seen that one. I pass um, Hillary. I've already read that. Um, I Ed Veesters uh, has summited all of the the major peaks. Um, I look at that for a second, and then I something catches my eye, and it says Tanner. Mm. I pick it up. I look. It's got the picture on it, and it's in the dying in snow section because, yeah. like, yeah. presumably I will die. In yeah. Snow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's speculative, but it yeah. assumes that's going to happen. <laughs> and it says Tanner, dread, busy work, lunch, lunch, vomit, vomit. Yeah, and and I will be purchasing that. Yeah, and great. That's what great. Fun. That's lovely. Um. We read the California Diaries book. Yeah, number Jack. one, Dawn, and it's intense and Dawn. it's wild. I got yeah. a bone to pick. Is it Dong? Is it not Dawn? Oh, I'm looking at it now. Dawn. It's, it's Dawn, I think. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that kind of changes the way you think about it, huh? Is the main character called Dawn? Yeah, it's Dawn. It's from the Babysitters Club. Oh wow. <laughs> I might have to reread it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would like to. I loved it. Can we I, say that? I loved it too. Yeah, we yeah. didn't say it. Yeah, but we loved it. I and texted you, have a... you earlier. Yeah. I forgot to say it to my so-called babies because I did say it to you earlier. Yeah. When I texted you and said, this book is so fucking good, I can't put it down. Yeah, and I fully agreed. It was a tour de force. I loved it. And I think it was Anne. 
No ghostwriters. No, just it was Anne. It was Anne. And just like at the top of her fucking form. Anyway, Anne was raw dogging us this week. She was raw dogged us, and I, I fucking mainlined Anne. Yeah, just straight in my veins. This it was is... almost too powerful. You know the girl who played Marianne in the movies in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous. Imagine her older, like kind yeah. of in her early twenties, and she's in a kitchen. Okay. Right. Sure. And she shows us an egg. Okay, that's cool. I'm. Interested. And she's kind of like. It's like a dream sequence. No, 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 no. It's not a okay. dream sequence at all. She's got kind of okay. got like spiky hair. She's got lots of eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's shot on like film, and it's kind of got this like these little film ticks, like Super know? Eight. Yeah. That's cool. And then she holds up this egg and she's like, this is your brain. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And then she takes a big pan. Yeah. And she trashes the kitchen. Oh! <gasps> and she's yeah. like, including the egg. By Fuck. The way. She doesn't put the egg in the pan. She just trashes the kitchen with it. Yeah. Including and the, the egg. And the egg like, gets caught up in the chaos. Yeah. Wow. And she says, this is your egg on Anne. This is your brain. <laughs> <laughs> No, I said what I said. <laughs> okay. So this girl's also on Anne. Yeah. And she says, this is your egg on Anne. This is your egg on Anne. And that's how I felt reading this book. Okay. This is my egg on Anne. This is my egg on Anne. And it fucking I baked my egg today. It baked my egg. Yeah. And, and it's a frying pan in the <laughs> face. And yeah. I have a bone to pick, Jack. Okay. Let's hear that. And it's not with you. And it's not with my so-called babies. It's okay. with- Open Road Integrated Media. Okay, that's a f- surprise curveball. I think Open Road Integrated Media, mm-hmm. and this is my sort of Better Business Bureau Yelp review of them. Okay. Is a bad company. Okay. And here's why. Okay. I read these books on iBooks in the Apple iTunes store. Okay, I've got this bone to pick as well. Thank you. Yes, thank you. I have this bone to pick. And normally, we're responsible adults, my yeah. so-called babies, and what we do when we want to read these books is we purchase them. We initially tried to steal them, but it was a pain Too complicated. The yeah. Who, like, they're like $3, so who cares? Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Because this week, I went to go buy California Diaries number one. What the hell? iBooks was like, actually, that doesn't exist. You have to buy... California Diaries, the Dawn books, the one bu- through the three, bundle deal. the box yeah. set bundle deal. For 20 fucking dollars. $20 for three books that are shorter than normal Babysitter's Club Shorter. Books. And it cost $20. Was it worth it? Yes. Yes. But, but that's still, not the point. They charged me $20 for a 300-page book. Yeah. Which is actually three books that are each 100 pages when yeah. these books are usually well, like 150. And wait till you hear what the next book is, Tanner. Because the next book is not Dawn Book 2. It's Sunny Book 1. So you're going to have to spend $20 another again! $20 to get the Sunny series. By the end of this, I'm going to have spent $100 on these books. Yeah. Because there's so, five series. So far, it's fucking worth it. Um, Complaint number two about Open Road. Okay. Integrative media. Fuck, I'm war- nervous about these guys. Who the fuck are they? Not Scholastic. Now do we yeah. have to worry about the open road about integrated media lawyers? Orem? Orem. Mm, Does that I mean anything like that. in Latin? Let's find out. No, it doesn't mean anything in... Olem means something in Latin. Can I... While you're looking that up, here's my next complaint about okay. open road integrated media. Yeah. And if you work at this place, if you're in My So-Called Babies and you work at this place... Yeah. Reach out. Let's talk about this. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about it. Here's my complaint. Yeah. This book was full of fucking typos. Yeah, it really was. (laughs) 
Yeah, I noticed there were. A it few was a disaster. There. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't bother. But I think that's part of the edginess. It's Dawn's diary. The theme. So for folks who haven't read the California Diaries, which, well, there are two scenarios. One is that we lost about half our listeners. Yep. They're like, we're here for the Babysitter's Club. Yeah. We stayed with you through the super specials. We liked yeah. those. Yeah. We begrudgingly stayed with you through the mysteries. Fine. Yeah. The portrait collection, eh. <laughs> but the California Diaries. It's a bridge too far. Nah, no. And you made a mistake because the California Diaries are fucking fantastic. Yeah, you're sleeping on them. And, but, or the other scenario that is the one I'm hopeful for is a bunch of folks followed us over who never read these books. Okay. And I and imagine so, that's many people. And that's a lot of people. Um, and so they're new to me as well. But let me right. tell you something. They're very good. But the thing that they are, the conceit is that Dawn is writing, that all everyone in Vista High School. Yeah, and I think most people would say Vista. But I like to say Hasta la Vista. Right. Um, Is, baby, I do like to say that. And calling me baby? No, I'm saying Hasta la Vista, baby. I do like to say that, baby. And what is happening is that everyone in the school has to write in a diary. It's not even everyone in Vista. No. It's everyone. Everybody has to write a diary. Jeff is doing it. Palo City, because Jeff has to do it too. Yeah, Jeff's diary is really funny. I know, and we'll get to that later during our hit segment. So, Orem, Tanner, I don't know except that. It's a town in Utah. It's a town in Utah. It's also a character in something called Magic the Gathering. Okay. And I know from Magic. And, And I know a little bit. Orem was one of the core members of the Weatherlight crew. She served as the ship's chief healer. She seems good. What kind of deck are we working with here? Uh, I don't know how to read this kind of thing. Orem, MTG. I'm going to guess blue-white just from what you said. And if I'm right about that, then you owe me $1,000. No, if you're right about that, you're not getting invited to the cool pool party at the teacher's house. And you can stay home with Jill and like fucking make popcorn actually, and watch Disney movies. Like Jill. actually, actually, okay. magic is cool. Oh yeah, shit. Fuck. Okay, so Orem appears in a number of white cards. Mm-hmm. And she might just be pure white. Actually, I thought okay. this was a dual deck. Oh fuck. Oh Jack. Oh no. What's happened? White red. Oh, is that bad? It's not bad. It's just okay. I was wrong. And red is be- is evil, right? Red is not evil. No, it's mountain. Okay. It's it's sort of um, red decks are pretty monster heavy. Okay. Fewer spells, fewer sort of like tricks. Just just getting a lot of monsters out on the field. Okay, and that does seem like a good description of what these books are like. Okay. Yeah. Compared with the BSC books, right? Fewer right. spells, fewer tricks, a lot less babysitting, but they don't rely on that as a crutch. They're just getting a lot of monsters out on the field. And there's Mandy Richards, and there's Trey Farmer, and there's Justin Randall, the cutest guy in school. Um, and I don't know who these Orin people are, and I don't know why they're making everyone in Palo City write down every single thought they have and everything they do. But it's fucking sinister, and it's doubly sinister that they charged us $100 just for the privilege of talking about Reading the books. five books. Yeah. Can I read you a passage? Yeah, please. And this I'd is like that. this is Orem. Yeah. What's her name? Samite Healer. Mm-hmm. This is Orem's fault. Okay. I'm going on a business trip, said Dad. Where are you going? asked Jeff. Yeah. Weird. Toledo, in Ohio, Dad added, when mm-hmm. the city didn't seem to register with Jeff. Toledo, in Ohio, Dad added, when the right. city didn't seem to register with Jeff. 
Yeah, that was weird. Why did that happen twice? I noticed that as well. It's a, it's what we call a glitch in the matrix. Well, that means that an agent is nearby. It means they changed something. That means they changed something. The architect. Yeah. In the that in guy the in that little room. Matrix mythology, which I think right. the Orim and Anne are bringing in here. He just says the same thing twice. It makes no sense. And I th- I don't know if that's Orim's fault, but I, here's what I do know. Yeah. I paid you twenty fucking dollars. I paid you twenty dollars. I want Open it to road be integrated media. Pristine. That's see that kind of shit. Open road integrated media is exactly the kind of name that you would have to something that is sinister as hell. Okay, this is like a fringe thing. It's like it's like what's that um, thing that they made a movie out of? Resident Evil. Yes, exactly. Called? Umbrella Corporation. It's like that, which sounds nice, but it's not. And it's not a place that makes nice umbrellas. It's uh, Evil Zombie Factory. Yes. And it's this. And that's what Orem is. Yeah. And they charged me 20 fucking dollars for this book riddled with typos. Wow. But and I paid it. I gladly paid it. And I loved it. And I did love it. Um, so let's talk about the elephant in the room here, Tanner. Let's talk about the difficult thing. Let's talk about what they did to our friends. Which friends? Oh, have you forgotten them so soon? Don and Sonny and Maggie and Ducky and Amelia? No, Tanner, our other friends. Let me read you this. Wait, the phone is ri- The phone call was from Marianne. I miss my stepsister, but you know what? This is a terrible thing to write. However, since no one but me ever reads my journals, I know I can say it safely. I don't miss Marianne or my other Connecticut friends as much as I thought I would. Well, guess what, Dawn? We read your journals, and we don't miss you. Yeah, we don't miss you, Dawn. As much as we thought we would at all. We don't miss you, and we do miss our friends. In fact, a little bit of time and a little bit of distance helped us realize yeah. how glaring your faults were all yeah. along. A lot Dawn. of them. There are a lot of them. And guess what? Yeah. Now we like Stacy. And now we like Stacy now. And we miss Stacy. And I wish this, these books were about Stacy. And Tanner's wearing a <laughs> Wine Crimes Stacy McGill t-shirt. He's showing it to me on on my video screen. And it's beautiful. And where can I get one of those? Tanner? Not wearing a Dawn shirt, Dong. <laughs> no, you're not wearing a Dawn shirt because we don't have one. And we like Stacy now. And that's what you did. And we don't think about you anymore. And we never think about you. And you know what else Dawn said, Tanner? Listen to this. And you know something? Just like I don't miss Connecticut too much, I don't miss babysitting all that much either. I wonder why. And I wonder why my friends and I haven't been getting together so often. I mean, getting together for meetings. Well, what are you even doing if you're hanging out and you're not talking about babysitting? You barely mentioned the We Heart Kids Club this week. And it makes me wonder it. what Happy and Gilmore are up to. Those two <laughs> kids that you babysit. And I don't remember their real names. What are Happy and Gilmore up to? Right. You used to care about them. They're seeing stars. They're, you know what's happening? They're, what? Happy and Gilmore are hanging out at their home with nobody to look after them. They're probably doing needle drugs. They're doing cocaine. Yeah. And needle drugs. And cocaine's yeah. actually probably not that bad for you. And they're doing needle drugs. Cocaine's fine, I think. Yeah. In Cali in the 90s, it's flowing like wine. Yeah. The needle drugs is bad, and Happy and Gilmore are up to their arms in needle drugs. But we don't have time for babysitting because we're no. too busy getting Smoking. drunk. And getting hammered. Smoking. Flirting with 16-year-old boys who are probably 
gay. But we don't know for sure. But we don't know for sure. And let's talk about Ducky. Let's talk about Ducky after this break. Oh, but first, let's take a break. Yes. And then we're going to talk about Ducky. Yes. And it's time for a break. And what do we do for the breaks? Oh, you know what we say? Because it's the 90s. After these messages, we'll be right back. Excuse me? Remember that? Was that the 80s? It sounds, is it, was it a Saturday morning cartoon thing? You don't remember that? After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's... What I say is, let's bounce. I want my MTV. Okay. That's definitely 80s. <laughs> We are talking about Ducky, aren't we? Ducky, yes. Ducky. And an he's interesting a pretty cool character. Guy. Yeah. And I do like him, actually, quite a bit. I think he's fun. I think he's personable. I think he's got a certain allure to him. Yeah. That Anne sort of liked to dance around just a little bit. Yeah. Apparently, he's popular, but not cool. He's popular, but not He's cool. well-liked, but doesn't seem to have any particular friend group. Right. And he's very popular with the ladies, with but the ladies. doesn't seem particularly interested in them, Jack. That does seem to be the case, and he is living with his brother. Yes, and his parents his live parents in are Ghana. in Ghana. That's cool. While we're talking about what's cool, I would like to do a segment. Okay. And I was going to call it, is this cool? But I don't think that's a cool enough thing to call it. And is there a 90s slang way? And we can kind of sidle into it with some like cool, like alt rock or something. And I could say I had a cool 90s version of that. Okay. And here's what you say. Okay. Sup. Sup. Um, is this the bomb? Okay. I don't, that does not, and I, you didn't like it. You didn't like it. It's been a while, but my memory is if I walked into a party in the nineties and bear in mind, that I'm probably wearing cool raver pants and my floppy silky hair is flowing over the top of my visor and I'm definitely smoking a cigarette. So I'm, I already have the cool, vibe that everyone's looking for on my side but if i were to say sup is this the bomb actually that sounds good doesn't it It does sound good and when you say it it actually sounds good yeah we could also say as if as if no that's not that's not that doesn't mean what i want is this the bomb what's something that means there's tight is this the bomb as if oh that's how we judge it maybe okay well, is this the bomb? And then the the assessment at the end is either as if it's as if or it's or f- maybe tight. fly or tight. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and that's great. And so, welcome to our hit news segment. It's called "Is This the Bomb?" And is this the Debomb.com. Yeah, and guess what? We're going to take a little trip to Debomb.com and see what's going on over there. Do you want me to go there? <laughs> sure. What about bitchin'? Remember when we all said bitchin'? I didn't. You didn't say it? No. 
I did say tight. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> that's what you said to me. Oh, that's what something we used to say, isn't it? In the nineties. Yeah. yeah. Um. So is this the bomb, Tanner? Let me ask you if, if this is the bomb. This is the note that is left in Dawn's locker. And I think all the eighth graders get it, but it's sort of implied that only some of them get it. But Jill gets it, and Jill is not cool, by, is not the bomb by any by, – by, by the rigid standards revolutionary of the, in the class conformist yeah. elitists that have infested Vista High School. Yeah. Let's just say that. And I'm a Jill stan, and we're both Jills. We're both – Oh, oh, for sure. Right? If I had to be any character from this book, yeah, 100% a Jill. And the now me is Like Jill. man-child, yeah. like naive, innocent, yeah. terrified of everything. Or also, even the 90s me is Jill, because she's kind of got this like candy raver vibe. Oh, yeah. She does have a little bit of a candy raver vibe. She's like, I'm not going to go to that party. You know how hard I'm rolling on E right now? <laughs> And she is wearing like unicorn sequin t-shirts. She's Jojo like... Siwa. You know Jojo Siwa? No, who? Do you know what that is? Jojo uh-uh. Siwa? No. What it sounds weird. It sounds Northwest's babysitter. Dance moms. Jojo Siwa. What are you saying? You're saying words, but they're not registering for me. Northwest babysitter. Well, you were just repeating the same words you said before. Are you are Dance having a moms. seizure? It sounds like you're having a seizure. Are you Jojo okay? Siwa? Just say that you're okay. I'm okay. Are okay. you okay? You've never heard of JoJo Siwa? Why do you keep saying Northwest Dance babysitter? Moms? What is this? Northwest Babysitter? Stop saying it. It's upsetting to me. Do a search for JoJo Siwa. No, I don't want to hear it anymore. Do a search for JoJo Siwa. Okay. Right now. J-O-J-O space S-I-W-A. Oh, that's a person. And go to images. Oh, yeah. That's exactly it. This is Jill. And that's Jill, and it's like a candy raver. Yeah, and she looks cool, and she's she looks like how Jill is described in this. You book. You know Kanye West. Yeah, you know Kanye it's West like, and Kim yeah, Kardashian have yes. a kid named North. Yes, and you know that Northwest has a babysitter. I and the babysitter's name is that, Jojo Siwa. I assume that she would. You know the she show has... Dance Moms on TLC. No. no, there's a show called Dance Moms on TLC. Jojo Siwa was on it. Okay. Is this all starting to make sense now? Somewhat, yeah. Uh, okay. There's a, a dance mom, and she looks like she's about ten years old. No, but... she was she was not the dance mom. She was the dance mom's kid. She's a dance daughter. Dance daughter. So there's a okay. So can I repeat are we this back? Men? To... Okay. Can I repeat or this back? Are we okay. dance daughters. I wish you wouldn't. I do wish that you wouldn't. <laughs> can I repeat this back to you, and you can tell me if I got it right. Ready? Yes. And then I'd love to move on because we're in the middle of a segment. Right. Okay. So here's what I'm going to say to you. (sighs) Rapper Kanye West. Yes. Is married to businesswoman, entrepreneur, and reality TV star Kim Kardashian. Yes. Separate from that fact, there's a show about dancing mothers. Nope. No. Stop. Okay. The moms don't dance, their daughters okay. do. And the moms are intense about that. Okay. There's a show about dancing daughters that is inexplicably called Dance Moms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the dancing daughters is called Jojo Siwa. She mm-hmm. dresses like Jill from this book. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, she babysits for the kid of Kanye and Kim. Mm-hmm. 
And now we know. And the more you know. And here we are. And here we are. And now you know. Jack and, has been educated. The so-called babies <laughs> have been educated. Yeah. And we all know. We And knowing is half the battle, isn't it? And if you're a cool young person like me, yeah, you knew who George was. You just naturally was. knew that. And if you're a cool young person like me, I na- know that now, too. And we'll right. casually drop it in conversation. You'll be playing golf with your buds tomorrow. <laughs> playing <laughs> golf with my bubs. My you guys bubs. know <laughs> your bubs. <laughs> I mean, you guys know I mean, Jojo Siwa? Go up to the driving range, show up a little bit late because I had an extra glass of rose. Rose. I'm going to walk in. I'm going to say, Is this the bomb? Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, What? I'm going to be like, Jojo Siwa. She's a dance daughter, babysitting the Kanye kids. <laughs> and then. And what do you expect your fellow 40 year old friends <laughs> golf to bud, say about? Buddies. Let's just call them what they are. They're my golf buddies. <laughs> I hate this. Listen, here, ask me, I want to ask you this. Is this the bomb or is it as if? Shh, it's a secret. And this is what the note says. Is this tight or is it as if? Oh, sorry. Is it tight or, and the segment is called, is this the bomb? And is it tight or is it as if? Uh, This is the note that Dawn gets in her locker. Shh, it's a secret. Come meet your fellow students and get acquainted. The upperclassmen want to get to know you and a few others, but only a few others. You, the select few. Food and drink served. The fun starts at 10 o'clock on Saturday night. Don't be early. So my question for you is, is it tight to have a party that starts past bedtime? Okay. And it starts, and you're not allowed to show up before 10 o'clock. And I'll is that tight this. or is it as if? Tonight, mm-hmm. my son went to bed around 7.30. Mm-hmm. When he goes to bed after 7.00, yeah. Sort of anecdotally, and please don't tell Jamie I said this because it would drive her insane. Because mm-hmm. it's not about when he goes to bed, it's about his wake windows during the day. Mm-hmm. But he went to bed tonight at 7.30, and I, I suspect that that means that he will sleep until 6.37 tomorrow. Okay. So am I willing to stay up past 10? Yeah. Not stay up past 10. Not stay up past 10. Go out at 10. Leave the house at tonight? 10. Tonight? Tonight. I would. And that's when I, the party I expect starts. Miles is going to sleep until okay. six thirty-seven tomorrow. So that's tight. If it was, if it was any other night, a night where yeah. he had a worse sort of napping day and went to bed yeah. like six six thirty. Okay. No, that kid's waking up at five a.m. So what did you call it? Wake windows. It. Wake windows. Okay, so the answer is it's tight as long as the wake windows are right. That's cool. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's tight to say. Okay, here's the second one. Don't we have to tell someone we're here? Asked Maggie. Who's giving the party? Shouldn't we find them and say thanks for inviting us? We should at least introduce ourselves. I don't know. Sonny looked doubtful. I don't think this is that kind of party. That sounds like a cocktail party for old people. This one is more cool. So is it cool to go to a party and not introduce yourself? Well, I know from Dale Carnegie Mm -hmm. that the best way to win friends... Mm -hmm. It's to say their name over and over. It's to say their name over and over again. So the only way you get that opportunity is if you introduce yourself. You say, hello, my name, name. is Sonny Winslow. What's right. your name? And they say, my name is Justin. What's his face? Oh, Justin. Uh, the guy who's got like guy the- guy cool. He's got, he's, he's, I would say, I wouldn't even say he has the hots for Maggie. I would say that okay. he is fascinated by Maggie. Should we talk about this? Do you want to talk about it? Are you ready to talk about it? Yes, let's do it. Let's do a, um, 
assessment on. Okay, whether that's tight or as if, and then we'll close out the segment. Tight. According to Dale tight. Carnegie, tight. So that's two tights in a row. Wait, I should so have one t- too. Am I allowed to yeah. do one? Yeah, no, please. I'd love that. Jack, yeah. so can you tell me if this is the bomb? Okay. Out in the hallways after homeroom, I squeeze. And I would say duh bomb. I would say duh. What did I say? The bomb. You said, can you tell me if this is the bomb? That's something that you say to the bomb squad when they show up at your house. Okay. Jack, can you tell me if this is duh bomb? I Yeah, I would say this is duh bomb. Because otherwise it's weird to not have, you don't have like parallel construction. Oh, I see. With the the and the the. Jack, can you tell me if this is dub? If this, this is, is dub bomb. bomb. Okay. Jack, can you tell me if this is dub bomb? Yes. Out in the hallway after homeroom, I squeeze my way through the halls. I'm not exaggerating when I say squeeze. At one point, I really did have to ooze between two bunches of kids in order to go past them. I felt like toothpaste in a tube. At the end of the hall, I caught sight of Sunny. She saw me, but we couldn't reach each other. So we raised our fist in the air and called out, Rulers! Okay. Yeah. This is... And is this the bomb? Is that the bomb? So you're in eighth grade. You're in the the top grade in your middle school. Everyone else is is beneath you. Right. And And you you say, Rulers. Rulers. Yeah. Is that the bomb? Is that what they do? What's that movie where everybody's on an island Red and they kill each other and it's kids? Oh, Battle Royale. Battle Royale. And that's probably what they do. Rulers. Rulers. It's got like a tribe. It's got like a Lord of the Flies vibe. Yeah. Or like a Red Dawn Wolverines kind of thing. Wolverines. Wolverines. Right? What's up, Bob? Yeah. What's up, Bob? And Wolverine is a character from. Marvel, Marvel comics. comics. I'm going to say as if. As if to that. And can I say it the way that you're supposed yeah. to say it? As, as if. if. Yeah, and that's not the bomb. And it's not the uh, Sorry, Jack. Um, that's hmm. not the bomb. Sorry, that's not yeah. the bomb. Uh, okay, one more. And then we, we we're going to talk about Maggie Bloom. And her double D breasts. Okay. That's literally that, the way you, it's described in this book. You said it that way. <sighs> These okay. books are adult books, okay? We're reading adult yeah. fiction now. <laughs> in fact, I was just okay. looking in the iTunes iBooks categorization, and the category yeah. is coming of age. Okay, and we are coming of age. Um, but <laughs> uh, let me read you this. Sunny made a beeline for the table with a punch. Maggie and I were at her heels. Sunny had just reached for a cup when a very cute guy, I think he's a junior, stuck a pack of cigarettes under her nose. It was all fixed so that two cigarettes were sticking out, one a little further than the other. Very cool, and that, that is, is cool, cool, and I and have that done cool. that. And I, that is how That's I used how Jack to, met his to wife. offer cigarettes to people in high school before I started rolling cigarettes. <laughs> and that was before you started rolling clove cigarettes. And when I started rolling cigarettes, I would be I would be like, "Do you want me to roll you one?" Oh, that is. I'm trying to I'm trying to project myself back into the past. Yeah, and I'm at a party, and a yeah. guy who's two feet shorter than me okay. comes up to me. Yeah, and says, "Voice hasn't broken yet." <laughs> Can I roll you a cigarette? Can I roll you a cigarette? Ah, uh, what would I say to that? What did I even say to that? If I tight. was in high school? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's tight. Yeah, that's tight. Um, and so that is tight. And then is is it tight how uh, Sunny and Dawn reacts, where Sunny is, like, trying to reach for the cigarette, but, like, fucks it up somehow. And then Dawn says, 
Oh, she doesn't smoke. Her mother's dying of lung cancer. Thanks anyway. Whatever, the guy said and left. Yeah, he doesn't care. I I think the guy is tight. He is tight, and he did this. Yeah, and he and Tanner's doing a W sign, and guess what? And he's he's putting his thumbs together so that the tips of his thumbs are touching, and his index fingers are pointing upward, so it looks like a W. And guess what I'm going to do that's going to change your life? It goes, whatever, your mom works at McDonald's, and I've turned- I worked at McDonald's uh, my, for several years. Yeah, and then how about that for class warfare? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's belittling people who are Working in the service in industry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I do regret it now. Whatever. Your mom. Yeah. Works and it's an M and it's a W. Sally May. Okay. Oh, okay. And he's, so he, I can't describe how it's happened, but he's shifted his fingers to make an S and an M. Right. And that seems fine. And wherever your mother works, we accept you and we appreciate you. Not and Sally May. They got into all that trouble. Oh, yeah. I think for fraud or? Yeah. I can't even remember now. <laughs> Whatever. Your mom works for, does that look like an H? Okay. This is a, an audio medium. Halliburton. Okay. Great. Okay. And that's, there, there we go. Okay. And then no blood for oil. Whatever. Your mom works for Black okay, rock. I you have to stop doing this. He's <laughs> shaping his hand into letters. Your mom works for BlackRock. Your mom is a corporate shill for BlackRock. <laughs> She's complicit in the murder of thousands. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. That's perfect. And what I would love to do is get out of this segment. And is there something you'd like to talk about? Oh, here we go. I have one. During homeroom that morning, Mr. Dean made an announcement. He sounded mad. And the dean is called Mr. Dean. Oh, wow. (laughs) There's no other, there's no good way to say that. So I'm just going to blurt it out. The dean is called Mr. Dean. This is the entire announcement. Will all 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th graders please report to the auditorium at 10 o'clock sharp tomorrow morning? Do not miss the assembly. No excuses accepted. That was it. The entire announcement. I glanced at Trey Farmer. Our eyes exchanged a look. It meant, uh-oh. And my note here is that Trey Farmer is French for very farmer. <laughs> okay. And okay, and that's what makes it's been making you uncomfortable. Yeah. It's just worrying about that. Is this guy, it's, it's not just a farmer. He's, He's so much of a farmer. He's very farmer. He's so farmer. Yeah. It's like okay. Trey Cool from uh, Green Day. That is cool. And it's like Francis Farmer will have a revenge on Seattle from Nirvana's in utero. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So. And Trey Cool is very cool. Someone worth keeping an eye on, Trey Farmer? Yeah, Trey Farmer. He's <laughs> very farmer. Whoa, Trey Farmer. Okay, Whoa. and you think that's his like adopted? He had he had listened to Basket Case, and he was like, "Okay, Trey, cool, no, that's he listened good." To and her plunk. Okay, and he was like, "Okay, I like what's happening here." He listened to Sticky Fingers, which is the band that like influenced Green Day, and that's from High Fidelity. This book is a lot like High Fidelity. Yeah, in a lot of ways. And he, but he so he listened to Kerplunk, and it, when Basket Case came out, he was like, "Eh, not for me." 
a little too corporate. Out. Yeah, a little too corporate, but a little too mainstream. Really good album. There's and not even a, a long story in the liner notes of the CD insert here about killing your parents to be able to go see uh, yeah. Day. <laughs> Which it's in the liner notes of Kerplunk. And he, but he was like, that guy's called Trey Cool. What could I be Trey? <laughs> oh, my last name is already Farmer. <laughs> okay, what about Trey Farmer? Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, so while we're talking about names, may I uh, draw your attention to the following Kind of cool person who's pretty cool about and having- I just want to say, okay. the double D stuff, that's not my words, and I would never say that. You would never say that somebody has double D breasts. No. That's okay. Anne's words. Because she gets pushed into a pool. I, I hate that I found myself in this position. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> and I don't want to yeah. talk about it any more than I already have. Yeah. It's just, it was, I here's the note I took on it. Mm-hmm. Surprise blushing face, because- I'm used to reading these fucking Babysitter's Club books. Yeah. No. And they do talk about it a lot. And Trey Farmer does a thing where he just like stares at her as she gets out of the pool and he goes, whoa. Except there's a weird thing that happens. So Maggie Bloom Bloom. falls Mm -hmm. into the pool. Mm -hmm. And Maggie Bloom, according to Anne, is well endowed in the chest genital area. Okay. And that's not a thing you should say. (laughs) And you've said it. I, a very badly bad way, and Justin is well endowed. Is a fine way to say it. Justin Trudeau, yeah, catches a quick peek, mm-hmm. but then Don says something, and this is it, it. Makes it all the creepier. It makes it look like he's like studying like a a statue or something. You know, mm-hmm. Don says this. I watched the expression that crossed Justin's face, the one I expected, and that Maggie expected. The leer that would have humiliated her never showed up. What I saw Mm. first was simple surprise as Maggie suddenly stood up before him. Then more surprise when he saw her t-shirt and then admiration. His eyes widened. Whoa, he said. Hmm. So it wasn't a leer. No. And it wasn't this like gross pervy thing. It was admiration. Like, uh... John Muir walking into the <laughs> at looking at the, the redwoods the Grand for Canyon the first or something. Time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Putting his hand on that mighty redwood and just being like, "Whoa!" Everyone seems excited about it. Uh, Maggie is very pleased. It makes her day. I don't think I was quite ready for all the the yeah. drugs and drinking and and Sunny Winslow gets fucking shit faced and and Jill's not friends with Dawn anymore. They dump her. Because she's too babyish and she wears unicorn shirts. Um, And then this happens, Tanner. Listen to this. Can I read you this passage? Yes. It doesn't quite work like that. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. In the meantime, please keep this in mind. My husband and I were away for the weekend on a much-deserved and long-awaited mini-vacation. We were phoned in the middle of the night by the police saying that our yard had been trashed and we might want to return right away, which we did. Now we get to spend the remainder of our vacation cleaning up this. And who says that? In a lecture to Dawn and Sonny and Ducky. That one teacher. Mrs. Kruger. Mrs. Kruger. And she and her husband went away on a mini vacation. Okay. Mrs. Kruger and her husband went away on a mini vacation. Right. And why did it end have the Krugers in this one? Mrs. Kruger and her husband. And it's Mrs. Kruger. Freddy Kruger. Yeah. It's clearly. Yeah. Right? Don't you think? A book full of... Sexually active young teens, and you've included doing drugs, getting drunk, and doing drugs, and you've included Freddy Krueger. 
You can't have Freddy. You can't have Freddy because that would be IP infringement. That's IP infringement. But you can have his wife. But you can have his wife who's never talked about. And frankly, that's erasing. Behind every good man is an even greater woman, isn't it? And right. it's Mrs. Kruger. This is a strike against patriarchy. Yeah. And then, and it's still here. Yeah. Yeah. After that, the ogling that Tanner so painstakingly described. Now we get to it did pay, have it did, one. It did, take, it did take pain. Take one back, and it's Mrs. Kruger, and she's in this, and she's taking control, isn't she? Even though they destroyed her pool. Jack, I have a new segment I want to introduce. Okay. For the diaries, for the California diaries. Okay. And here's the segment. Okay, and it should probably should be kind of edgy. Oh, it's super edgy. Okay. It's called this. Okay. Dear Diary. And here's what I suspect will happen each week in these books, because it happened this week. Okay. Sonny Winslow got drunk. She got so drunk. They so we didn't describe everywhere. the plot of the book, did we? I left you a voicemail. Oh, I just kind of, I I don't listen to voicemails. Kind of. I looked at like okay. the Apple transcription. Yeah. Which is like, hello, Tomato Richardson. <laughs> yeah. Ducky like, got. Uh, Drank on, yeah, Vine. <laughs> um, Sunny Winslow got super super drunk at. So they snuck into a party. Sunny Winslow got drunk because she was feeling sad about her mother dying. She had yeah. a terrible hangover. It was the first time she'd ever got drunk. I suspect mm-hmm. that every week we will encounter some kind of adolescent first. Okay. So my question for you, Jack, and I will read a passage. Mm-hmm. Drunk. She's drunk, squealed Jill. That's why she was throwing up, because she got drunk, and now she's passed out? What do you do when someone passes out? Jill was wringing her hands. You just let them sleep, I guess, I said. No, no, it's more dangerous than that, said Maggie. Maggie and Jill and I stared down at Sunny, who was still sprawled out on the bed. We had tried calling to her and shaking her, but she wouldn't move or wake up. She seemed to be breathing all right, though. We didn't know what else to do, so we just decided to let her sleep it off until the morning. And here's the segment, Jack. Okay. First time, Sonny Winslow got blackout drunk. Mm-hmm. Dear Diary, <laughs> when was the first time you got blackout drunk, Jack? Okay, good question. And I may have told this tale before, but it's speaking my truth, and it's just for between me and the diary. Yep. Dear Diary... At Daniel Schneiderman's bar mitzvah yep. in 13. the eighth grade, mm-hmm. same same year as Sunny. Everybody was allowed to have a finger of champagne to toast the bar mitzvah boy. Man. Man. That's the point. And I did persuade everybody that they should give me their one so that I had probably three or four a glasses flute. of champagne. Yeah. And then Mr. and Mrs. Schneiderman at the end of their son's like special day had to like meet my parents at the door. (laughs) And they were like, they were like, (laughs) um, I'm really sorry, but I think your son is drunk. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I, I, we went home and I got out of the car and our neighbors were arriving at their house. And as we walked into the house, I turned to my neighbors and shouted, I'm drunk. <laughs> and my mom was like, you should take an Advil. <laughs> you should drink a lot of water. That's what I would have said to Sonny this night. My parents, in a way that like is charming and also weird now that I think about it, I remember them talking to each other. I was like having the time of my life and I was like laughing and joking and thought it was hilarious. And they were like talking, whispering to each other and they're like, oh, I guess we should make sure he doesn't have a hangover, which is funny that that's what they cared about. My mom was like, okay, here's the thing. You're gonna feel like shit tomorrow. Take a fucking Advil. I mean, that's kind. And that's what a loving parent would do. Cause like they can't yeah. get the drinks out of you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. The damage I was is fine. done there. All they can do that's is great. like, Damage control now. So that's the first time I got drunk. That's interesting to talk about. Okay. <laughs> cool. And you? I don't have to do it. It's my. It, it was my. Oh, okay. This okay. Week. So it'll be mine next week. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Uh, let me read you this passage, Tanner. My my first getting drunk story isn't interesting. I was in college and I drank a bunch. <laughs> Lame. Uh, uh, as if. And went to bed and woke up with a hangover the next day. As if. It was totally uninteresting. I also got drunk also at 13 when I went on this French exchange trip. So I got drunk with a bunch of like cool French teens. That's cool. I can tell you about the cool. last time I got blackout drunk. Okay. I went to a place in Brooklyn called Captain Dave's Good Time Saloon or something like that. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. And I was with my <laughs> friend Josh. Okay. My co-host on Experience Share, Pokemon Podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my friend Jacob who had a weird art experiment that maybe my so-called babies know about. Yeah. He was at Horsey Books on Twitter. Okay. I don't know. Is that worth saying? It's like a what they call like a big flex or whatever to sit to know that guy. Oh yeah, and he's a very close friend. Yeah. <laughs> and we all went to this bar and they had a sign on the wall that said blue motorcycles limit two per customer. <laughs> okay. And we each ordered one. It was like a Long Island iced tea and they were blue. We each ordered one and drank it, and we're like, oh, those have a lot of booze in them. Let's get another. And we each ordered another, and then the bartender came back and said, okay, you've each had two blue motorcycles. And we said, and we will be having a third, please. Yeah. And he said, okay, and he brought us a third, and I think a fourth, and I'm pretty sure a fifth. Jesus. And I don't remember any of the night except car- literally carrying Josh in my arms back to his apartment. <laughs> and also, Jacob got a video of me doing Fortnite dances while singing Sicko Mode. Okay. Yeah. And was it good? Doing this like flossing? I was flossing and I was singing <laughs> That's Sicko cool. Mode. And that was the last time I got black got drunk. And then I had a son and, and that was, and now I don't do and that, that was anymore. That. Yeah. And were they related? The two things? No, no, no. Jamie yeah. was like eight months pregnant. Oh, okay. This was like the last foray. I thought you were going to say that was the day that Miles was conceived. <laughs> the day Miles was conceived. Okay, great. No, that'll be for a future Dear Diary. <laughs> okay, that's for another Dear Diary. Tanner! I just want to ask you this real fast. Yeah. This is something Dawn says. In kindergarten, for example, what do you have to worry about except whether your friend will share her crayons with you? It seems like such a big deal at the time. Then by third grade... You have to worry about whether William Barton is going to kiss you on the playground. It's enough to make you fake a stomachache so you can stay home from school. Tanner, 
Who the fuck is William Barton? Will Barton. The name rings a bell. William Barton. Okay, Will the Thrill Barton. Okay. Professional basketball player for the Denver Nuggets. Okay, and why Why would a, the prof- a professional basketball player for the Denver Nuggets kiss you on the playground? And that's a problem, and somebody should report that. Well, here's the, here's the real problem. Yeah. He was born in 1991. Okay, so he was This like book six. was written in 97. He was six years old. Okay, and what's he doing at the third grade? Right. Oh, wait. Uh, How old are people in the third grade? No idea. No idea. But they're not basketball player age. How old are third graders? Eight. Oh, okay. So I, I actually think this checks out. So that's fine. I think Dawn is literally talking about Will the Thrill Barton from the Denver Nuggets. Okay. And not William Renald Barton III, born in September 28th, 1950, the American science fiction writer, mm. known for Dark Sky Legion, Yellow Matter, and When Heaven Fell. I've never heard of any of those books. Those are real books? Yeah, but, and they look kind of dope. What about William Barton, the didgeridoo player? No, it's definitely not that. Are you sure? <laughs> Earth has been taken over by the master race. A galaxy Is this a didgeridoo player empire. or what? What are you talking about? I need context. I'll let you guess. It's when It's the plot of When Heaven Fell. A galaxy-spanning empire of artificial intelligences and the best of Earth's survivors are recruited into the alien's army. Athol Morrison has surfed for 20 years and heads back to Earth for a brief vacation. There he runs into old friends and finds it easy to give in to his old feelings with his childhood girlfriend, Alexandra Marino. What do you think? I think we found what we're doing after California Diaries. Yeah, and I think we found why, what is it, Orem? Orem, yeah. The Open Road Integrated Media, Orem, is making all of the people in Palo City write down their every thought. Right. It's because heaven has fallen, and Earth has been taken over by the master race, okay. a galaxy-spanning empire of artificial intelligences. Okay, and Jack, I have one question for you. Okay, And yeah. it's this. Okay. Did you have a... <gasps> Turn of the beach. And it's our burn of the beach. It's the burn of the beach. And it's a bomb. There's a bonfire. And there's on the a beach. bonfire on the beach, and, and it's cool, and it's edgy, and it's edgy, and it's where you and go to do peyote and hang yeah. out with your buds, yeah, and just feel the rhythm of the earth, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Jill's not invited. Jill's not invited. Is burning the beach okay? I thought about a way to do this for the California Diaries. Well, yeah, that's cool. My only question, my only question is, was there a cool way of saying burn in the 90s? Oh, fuck me. Was there? Um, Going postal? No. Duh. Um, Psych? No. Schwing? That's cool to say, but it's not right. None of these are jumping out of you? Wicked. None of these are jumping out of you? No, that you're just saying things that are not synonyms for burned. And so that's why they're not jumping out at me. Right. Um, so I think you've got Burn of the Beach is where, where we're burn stuck. Burn of the Beach. And it's Burn of the Beach. Did you have 
this week, Grindage. What about Pauly Shore lingo? No, I don't think we can. Oh, he's, is he canceled? Oh, almost certainly. Right. But it's just, it's Bird of the Beach. And the Bird of the Beach this week was, um, I think you said it. I, I I hinted at it. Well, you said one good one that was about the people of Toledo, Ohio. Oh, right. <laughs> the, the glitch We're, in the Matrix. But we didn't get to the end of it. And it's as follows. Where are you going, Dad? Jeff asked again. Toledo. In Ohio, Dad added, when the city didn't seem to register with Jeff. Oh, total boredom. Jeff returned to his pasta, and it's a burn on anyone Sorry, who uh, has made their life, chosen to make their life in the fine city of Toledo in Ohio, and it's a burn on them. And it's never been hundreds of thousands of people. Never been. Hope I never have to go. Yeah. Boy, did Jeff make a scene this afternoon. He probably wrote about it in his journal, and I have a pretty good idea of what his entry looks like. Jeff is not very concerned with his privacy. He leaves his journals everywhere. Once he saw me reading his, he had left it open right out in the coffee table in the living room. Dawn does this thing that yeah. we didn't talk about in her journal where she's she underlines a lot of words. Yeah, I think it's cool, for actually. For emphasis. I like it. He left it open right in the coffee table in the living room. Yeah. And he didn't even care. It was full of paragraphs like this. I hate Dawn. She is so stupid. I do not even want to play with her or her stupid friends. Who needs sisters? I wish I was an only child. <laughs> I wish I were an only child, yeah, Jeff, but I otherwise flawless, and it's a great burn. Yeah. Um, and we love these books, and the books are great, and we just like to say thank you for listening to our show, and we're leaving. It's weird. Like, Is, is that it? Like, Do, do we sing? Do we, what, like, what happens now? That's it. Now we go and we leave and we ask people to subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash BSCC podcast, whole new show. We sing the descriptions uh, and it's about the little sister. It's not as edgy. We don't talk about drugs or smoking or bazongas or anything. Okay. And now you've said that. And we would also like to ask you to buy our merch. You can find it at bit.ly slash BSCC merch. We got t-shirts we got stickers we got totes we got everything and it's good and you should get some mm-hmm. um do rate and review our show on itunes please keep listening it's a new show okay and this is an interesting new approach <laughs> please don't stop listening now this is what we're doing at the end of every episode please keep we beg you yeah <laughs> keep listening <laughs> stick around Oh, and join the Baby Nation Facebook page. Yes, please. You can go to our Babysitter's Club Club Facebook page and then find a link to the Baby Nation group, which is where all the fun happens. And it's a fun group and it's fun people and it's really nice. All that remains is for me to say that it's the California Diaries, man. Right. And that's what we read. And we're a little bit cooler. We're a little bit older. We're a little bit more grown up. We're a little bit more wise in the ways of the world. We're a little bit more edgy. And we're a little bit more raw. Yeah, aren't we? Yeah, I would say all this. We're a little bit more sullen. We're a little bit yeah. more ironic. Yeah. We're a little bit more sarcastic. We're a little bit more sarcastic. And that's tight, and it's hella tight. We're a little bit more monotonous, like Daria. Like Daria. That's cool. Yes, we were both a lot like Daria. I would say I'm more like, um, what was his name, Trey? Oh, Trey. Yeah, Trey, cool. Trey Farmer. No, from Daria. I don't know. What was the cute boy in Daria called? I don't remember. I think it was Trey. Okay, fine. But I'm also a little like for Trey Farmer. 
because I am very farmer. <laughs> yeah, extremely. We're both extremely farmer. And what we like to say is, this week we read a novel, and it was called. His Dawn. name was Trey, by the way. Okay, Dawn was the book. It was called Dawn. Sorry, his name is Trent. Can we not? Trent. It was called Dawn. Friends, changes, together, alone. Next week, we're going to be reading a book called Sunny, Living, Dying, Run. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I can't wait. I love this fucking book, and I can't wait to read next week's. I can't wait. I loved it. This week, I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. And Claudia is not in this one. Okay, so we need to come up with a whole new thing. Maybe next week? Sonny Winslow is getting sloshed now. Okay. And the way she talks, you would think that alcohol had just been invented. And don't drink yep. and drive. <laughs> Oh, you know what Sunny says when she's drunk? She says, Dawn, it's me, Sunshine. Do you know where the barf room lives? <laughs> <laughs> Very relatable. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. That was a HeadGum Podcast.